Do you like retro video games? Then you should check out the Nerd Cave Retro Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can find podcasts. And if you like the show, then you can join the Discord by going to the at Nerd Cave Retro Twitter page and click the link at the top of the page. If you like the Open Micros podcast but think Jay is too handsome, check out the Justice Court podcast hosted by Jason's fat twin, Mr. Mike Evelyn, found wherever podcasts are given away for free. We also want to shout out our other patrons, Mr. Derek Diamond, Jen Evelyn, Old Rob himself, Robbie Hennig, and I am the Rampage. Let's start the show. We're spoopy, and Jacob smells like poopy. My name is Jason Robbins. My name is Jacob Craig. And we are the Open Micers Podcast, and it is Halloween. It is Halloween, and we don't know how to run. And <laughs> we're we're white. And I'm drinking a, I'm drinking a Mike's Hard. So, oh, nice. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a belligerent one, boys. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Get belligerent. Yeah, man, Halloween. Your favorite holiday yeah, of the is. whole year. It's, it's absolutely my favorite holiday. I, I wish it was Halloween all year long. Yeah, I, I like Halloween. I mean, it's kind of tailor-made for me because you get to look like something you're not and get candy for it. <laughs> and I'm ugly and fat. So what's, your, it's like, what's your go-to? Like, not chocolate, but just regular, like, candy candy. Like what's your what's your go to? Um, what do you mean, like types of like brands of chocolate bars or what? No, no, not not chocolate. I'm talking about just like candy, candy, like straight up candy, like Skittles or uh, oh. you know circus peanuts, <laughs> like uh, shit like definitely that. not circus peanuts. <laughs> um, believe it or not, I like uh, uh cherry cherry sour. Oh, I love me some cherry sours. Yeah. You know what I yeah, miss? Sweet, sweet and sour. I sour. like, um, I really like Jolly Ranchers, but I miss the ones they used to make when I was a kid. Did you ever get to experience the Jolly Ranchers that were like, they were like long and flat? You know, they were like a good mm-hmm. five inches long and, you know, you would eat it like a sucker. Did you were ever have those? No, it was hard. It, it was just like a regular Jolly Rancher, but it was almost like, Remember, like, the rulers you used when you were in school? Like, it, yeah. it was, like, that like thickness? Those. Yeah. No, I, uh, we, they still have the soft ones, like the Jolly Rancher ropes that are like that. But, no, I've, I've never had the, the long ones like that. I don't that. know when they stopped making those like that. Because I used to get those all the time when I was a kid. They were, like, a quarter. for a. Because uh, <laughs> I remember when I was in elementary school, there was this old, like, broken-down uh, convenience store that used to be next to the school. So we'd get out of class and we'd all run the hell over there as quick as we could and buy like, you know, a root beer and uh, some Jolly Ranchers to to eat on the bus on the way home, which had to be fast because, you know, you only had like 10 minutes to get to the bus or it would leave your ass. So the lucky few would actually get to the store to get their, their wares to get back to the bus in time. Yeah, I always tried to haul ass after school. Uh, from the car rider line because everyone would stop at the gas station to get chicken on a stick on the way home. <laughs> so I had to go get my chicken on a stick, but they still had chickens on sticks. <laughs> chicken on a stick. Mm-mm. Yeah. 
from a gas station. I think good. You know what I've been getting into lately, and I really enjoy bit of honey. S. Oh, I thought you were gonna say S and M. Oh, well, that too. Uh, bit of honeys. You ever had the bit of honey? Uh, never heard it, Jason. Tell me about why that uh, a person of my age should ever eat a bit of honey. <laughs> Uh, the reason I got into them is uh, I, I ordered some stuff from. Have you ever sweet heard of Sweetwater? It's like a it's a site where you order like it's stuff from musicians, like you know, it's guitars and drums. You can order everything from there, like drum head, drumsticks, guitar strings, all that kind of stuff. But when you order stuff from Sweetwater, they always send you like a little bag of candy with your stuff. So I ordered a symbol for my drums, and I get this little bag of candy, and it's got like you know a Tootsie Pop. And it's got some, uh, sp- uh, not spree, but what's the other ones? The uh, little chalky candies that are like the little discs. <laughs> um, oh, sweet tarts? They're not sweet tarts. They're the other ones. They're the cheap ones. Um, oh. Smarties. Yeah, Smarties. 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 Oh, dude, we used to crush those up and snort them when yeah. I was in school. <laughs> uh, but it came with that. It came with a, a peppermint, and it came with a bit of honey. So I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it out. I've never had a bit of honey before. And I had one. And I was like, damn, this thing's good. Then I went to my mom's house. And she's always got like candy dishes and stuff. Because she's an old lady now. So she's, she's required to have, you know, like eight candy dishes around the house. And sure. she had one that had a bunch of bit of honeys in there. So I kind of raided her, her candy dish. <laughs> went home with a pocket full of bit of honeys. And uh, those things are good. They're, they're like, um, uh, they're soft. They're, they're, they're not, they're not like super soft. They're just kind of chewy, but they're very, uh, they're almost like, almost like peanut butter and honey. So you don't think that it would be good to snort at no, all? No, it would probably get lodged in your nasal cavity. Okay. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> um, I do love lemon heads though. The big fat lemon heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those big are big fat lemon heads, good band. Yeah. Good band in high school. And um let's see, what else do I like? Uh, oh, I, I mean like some, I uh, I like some good now and laters. Now and laters are good. Oh, dude. I used to eat now and laters all fucking day when I was working with the kids. Yeah. Keep them in the office, like for the counselors, because we're also kids. So <laughs> I just chew on now and laters all day and they'd be like, yeah, be stupid, but now get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh man you are super laggy right now and i hope it catches back up i think that's just my personality yeah (laughs) your whole personality (laughs) is laggy slow (laughs) i'm just a little slow maybe you gotta work with me here but um Um, but i i've been watching uh, halloween style you know get into the horror movies this month trying to get into the spirit have you been uh, catching up on any Halloween movies? I have. I watched my uh, favorite movie of all time the other night for a uh, for a different podcast. The one and only Mississippi uh, River Sharks. How did that go? Dude, so meme aside, all right? Let's put the meme aside for just a second. I haven't seen it all the way through before. And uh, let me tell you, we all agreed. Fucking boring as shit. Yeah. Like, it would be a much better movie if there were more CGI sharks, like, more characters saying dumb shit. 
but it's just a lot of exposition for why they're sharp. Yeah. It's like, I don't need to know. Well, the cool <laughs> thing is uh, on, on the actual uh, set where we were filming, um, they had this uh, remote control shark that they would put mm -hmm. in the water with its, you know, it would stay buoyant with its, with its fin above the water. And, you know, it was remote control dudes on the side of the, the pier or whatever, like we're controlling it going all over the place. And I guess there was people in town that didn't know that we were filming a movie and people were like stopping on the bridge uh, right next to us and, and like getting out of their cars and looking because there's like this big, like, you know, nine, 10 foot fake shark uh, in yeah. the, 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 the little bayou inlet that we were filming in. Yeah. And it's like, they never explain, like, I mean, there are sharks in the Mississippi river. Like that's not abnormal. Bull sharks live in the Mississippi river, mm -hmm. but why are they jumping out and getting inside <laughs> people's stomachs? Like, why is that? Yeah, it didn't really get explained in the movie too well. I don't think. No, no. And I want to say that that's the only movie that both Jason and Jeremy London have been in together, isn't it? No, I think they've been in... No, they've been in a couple of movies uh, together before. I don't think it's been anything huge that they were in Yeah, together. not as big as this. Because originally, um, I think, yeah, it was Jeremy... Jeremy didn't want to be an actor, or was it Jason that didn't really want to be an actor? But anyway, they got... I think it was... Jeremy that went for a, uh, an audition for uh, Man, was it Man in the Moon with uh, Reese Witherspoon? The, the first movie that they ever did. Uh, but Jason ended up getting the part, but he, all he wanted to do was play baseball, but he ended up being uh, cast in the movie over Jeremy, and Jeremy ended up being his uh, stunt double for that movie. Oh. Hmm. A little bit of London trivia for you. Yeah. I think I got that right. Pretty sure I did. Maybe. But Maybe. yeah, Mississippi River Shark, solid one out of ten. I gave <laughs> it five stars on Voodoo. I remember I for the premiere, um, when it came on uh, Sci-Fi, we all went over to Darnell, uh, my friend Darnell's house, and um, she was one of the producers on it. She was also a producer on Monsters Anonymous. And um, we were... <laughs> There's like 50 people, uh, a lot of the people that worked on the movie at her house, and it was, you know, on TV. I remember me and Wally were sitting there. I think Wally was there, uh, but we were actually trying to watch the movie. Nobody else was watching the movie. Everybody's just <laughs> yeah. like talking and like eating and drinking, like having a good old time. And I'm just like, damn it, I can't even hear the TV. I mean, you didn't have to. <laughs> I mean... But that's the only time I've ever seen. I've never heard the movie. I've just seen it. Yeah, you shouldn't hear it. You shouldn't hear it. <laughs> like every actor, and I've noticed this about a lot of the film that I might I might be accidentally shooting some uh, players here, but I've noticed a lot of the films that are the actors are provided by the Jeremy London acting school or whatever is is just acted very shittily, <laughs> just really bad. No, I'm not going to say anything because uh... you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't because you actually know the guy, but I've never I met actually him. got beat out um, in that, that movie, uh, the, the news cameraman, uh, mm. the, the big giant black guy that was the, the, yeah. the, the news cameraman. It came down to a, between me and him 
for that part, and the part went to him instead. I was like, damn it, I wanted to get eaten by a shark, by a yeah. CGI shark. He actually wasn't one of the worst actors in the movie. Yeah, he was one of either. the better actors in the movie. Yeah. And of course, he, he, they fucking killed him. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, one of the best actors in the movie. Yeah. They fucking killed him. And well, that's why I wanted that part so bad, dude. I was like, hardcore wanted that part. Just, so I, I, just for the sheer fact that I could say, I got eaten by a shark on screen. That's all I wanted right. it for. Like I've never acted a day in my life before Jason Robbins, but I feel like I could have played any of the three leading <laughs> roles in this movie a thousand times better than the people that did. Eh, yeah. Well, well that's when, just the way I feel. When you're talking about a, a, a production that's that small and uh, yeah. you know, there wasn't a lot of money <laughs> to be thrown around for it. You know, it's just kind of like, you don't get very many takes of stuff. It's just sort of like you get one or two takes and then you move on. If you get it, you yeah. get it. You don't, they'll do what they can to fix it or make it look decent. Yeah, we were talking about on Jester's Court, like what we thought the budget of the movie was. And, and Mike and, and Wally both said or they thought it would be around a million dollars. And oh. I said, I thought you're fucking insane. It's at, at most. I would say $85,000 for that movie. I don't think that low. I would say probably half a million. That would be my guess. Think half a million to make Mississippi River Shark. Probably. I mean, uh, just... How much of that is Jason London's blow? (laughs) Don't say that. (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, Am I wrong? Well, I mean, you got to think of everything that goes into it. You got, you know, you got your your actors and and your, you know, your your post-production, your pre-production, all that. All that costs money. And for something that's going to be on Sci-Fi Channel, I would say they probably sank at least at least three hundred to five hundred thousand into it. At least, I'd give you. I'd give you two fifty. Two fifty yeah. roof. Okay, I'll take two fifty. Maybe I could call Darnell and ask how much. How much did Mississippi yeah. River sharks cost? She would know. I mean, and it's not like yeah, you have to pay everybody, but it's not like the key grips and PAs were getting paid out for Mississippi River sharks. Yeah, I mean, everybody was getting paid scale on that movie. Um, I didn't. I didn't make anything for being an extra on it. I was there oh, for yeah. two days, and uh, uh, but the thing I is, they only paid anyone with a SAG card. And the, the thing is, is the director. Uh, she was a really nice lady. I don't remember her name. I'd have to look it up. But um, she said, at, you know, she, her, and Jeremy. After I lost the part to the other guy, she and Jeremy both pulled me to the side and said, "Look, you did one of the best auditions we saw." We're sorry we can't, you know, get you in the movie, but the next thing I do, I will definitely have something for you. And then nothing ever came of it. I don't know if she ever made anything else or cuz she was supposed to be a contract sci-fi movie yeah. director. Like there was going actually, to be more movie. We actually looked this up. Uh she has not directed a single other movie since Mississippi River Sharks. I don't know cuz she was supposedly contracted do not just Mississippi River Sharks, but sci-fi movies. Like she was contracted yeah. to do more, and I don't know why she never did. I mean, she Probably did it because she made Mississippi River Sharks. But she was working with what she had, man. Yeah, I mean, true. think about it. 
No, she's a career editor. Like we looked at her IMDb and she's she's an editor on everything and she's only ever directed that one movie wow. to, to what we saw. So that's probably why she's never gotten you in a movie. She hasn't made another yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, and, and Jeremy London, I mean, he's been making a few movies, but I mean, he made, you know, one of the movies we were supposed to uh, talk to the people from tonight with a budget of what has to be $10,000, dude. Yeah. I mean, and the, the movie, I watched a lot of it, and it's not bad. Like, the premise is good. It's really good with what you're working with. But you can just, like, I mean, there's only so much money you can put into it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got lucky with Monsters Anonymous and the people we yeah. got to work on it. Because we got $50,000 worth of production into that movie for fifteen grand. I mean, it... it People were working, good people in the industry were working on that movie for favors and food, basically. Nobody got paid on that thing. The only people that got paid on that movie was the makeup department. And I got so lucky to get what we got for the amount of money we had. See, favors and food should be the title of your memoir. (laughs) <laughs> that's everything I've, everything I've accomplished in my life is done with favors and food yeah a Jason Robbins story a Jason Robbins story <laughs> I'd read that I've, I've honestly been thinking about like just trying my best to write such a kick ass screenplay and try to sell it to a studio it's like I feel like everyone tries to do that but I mean how hard can it be it's pretty hard. I mean, talking. You, go talk to Steve Wise, who we've had on this show early on, my yeah, friend Steve true. Wise. I mean, the dude wrote what was going to be the fifth Batman movie, and the you know the the Burton verse. It would have been the yeah. next movie after Batman and Robin, and he got commissioned to do it. They you know him and his his writing partner they wrote it. It was going to be made. And then it got shit canned after Batman and Robin did so bad. Like that's, you know, it's not easy to sell stuff. And he, he got commissioned for that and he hasn't been able to get anything else picked up after that. And you would think being a person who gets commissioned by Warner brothers to make a freaking Batman movie, you would have work, but it's not easy. Yeah, no, you're right. All you had to do is bring up someone more talented th- than me who's not doing it. No, you're right. I mean, <laughs> you're 100% right. think about it, how long me and Wally have been doing this shit trying to get something picked up. And yeah, enough. Yeah, I feel like no one really cares about stories anymore, though. That's why we get so many reboots. It's like it's all star power and, you know, well, the problem. State. With Hollywood now, is there are no more small productions anymore because if the movie theaters and everything are like to get people to go to movies, it has to be this huge billion dollar spectacle to get people to the movies. Nobody, I mean, I hope that this changes because you've got like these little horror movies out right now that are doing like gangbusters people go into the theater to see these little small horror movies i i hope horror can save the day and be able to say hey you know people will go to the movies to see something that's you know a couple million takes a couple million dollars to make that'll turn around and make 
you know, a hundred million dollars. Like, I hope that happens. And I, I don't know. It's just such a weird world now in entertainment. Like everything has moved to television. Like you got all these great TV shows and stuff coming out now. Like you don't have those like small budget, like movies that come out in the theaters anymore. It just doesn't happen. No, I mean, everything just gets completely trampled by whatever the big movie that weekend is. That's probably a Godzilla reboot. Yeah. <laughs> or a Marvel movie. Or, or guess what? Like They're that. doing fucking Tarzan again for the 85th really? time. Like, why? Who get? It is 2022. Do you know anybody that gives two shits about Tarzan? <laughs> It's seriously. <laughs> There's nothing that you could you couldn't pay me to go see Tarzan again. I, mean, I don't need to see it. Why not reboot like Robinson Caruso or something? Somebody <laughs> like nobody gives a shit yeah. about anymore. Yeah, dude, I can't wait until that Ivanhoe movie drops. <laughs> It's a fucking Ivanhoe in here, dude. Like nobody's <laughs> gonna go to the movies to see Moby Dick, and like it's not gonna happen. No, not unless you read it NC-17 and there's actually some Moby Dick up in there. I mean, do we really, really need another live-action Tarzan movie? I mean, after Disney made the, 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 the animated Tarzan, it's like, you should have been done yeah, at that point. Nobody gives a fuck about Tarzan after that. But now you're no. going to sink another half a billion dollars into trying to revive a live-action Tarzan movie for the thousandth time that nobody's going to go see. Like, okay, let's go ahead and make another live-action Robin Hood movie. Why not? Nobody goes yeah. to see those anymore. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to reboot something, like, you have to have... You have to reboot, like, something that has the potential to be better than the original. And that just never happens. Yeah. Like, they, re they reboot properties that there's no way there's, they're going to top. I mean the mm -hmm. the new Little Mermaid that's coming out. I don't I don't give a fuck who they cast as Ariel. It's gonna be a shit movie. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I haven't who plays seen. Ariel. I know they're good, like the Lion King live action or you know the CGI Lion King or whatever. People say they're good. I don't want. I haven't watched them because I don't give a shit. Hey. I would rather just watch the old animated ones because those are good enough. People say it's good because it's a shot-for-shot -shot remake of The Lion King with every bit of same dialogue and same scenery, just with CGI. Yeah. It's the same fucking movie, just with CGI. <laughs> no one needed that. I have an imagination. Yeah. I can imagine it's a CGI lion. You don't need to show me. Like, it's fine. Like, just how don't much make shit it. do we not need now? Like, number one on that list is a Tarzan reboot. Nobody gives a shit. Stop it. <laughs> this is going to be what crumbles our society. <laughs> World War III is going to be started by the fucking Tarzan reboot. <laughs> Don't need it. We've had enough. <laughs> I'm going to go fight Washington, D.C. Like, I don't know. I'm seeing <laughs> um, Something that I have been watching that actually legitimately scares me because I don't really get scared by most horror movies, but uh, I've been watching Dahmer. I just finished oh, Dahmer. Oh, I finished that, yeah. Fucking scary as shit, because not only can it actually happen, 
it actually did. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but it's one of those things like I, I have to be in a certain mood to watch stuff like that because that kind of stuff can really affect me mentally. And I yeah. felt myself going down a dark hole <laughs> watching that show. I'm like, I'm glad it's over with because if this keeps going, I'm going to be like in a corner crying. They did such a good job of making sure that you cared about all of his victims mm-hmm. before you killed them. Like, there wasn't anybody where you were like, oh, I can't wait until he fucking slices this person apart. It's like, no, they introduce you to the character first, give you their backstory, their, their mom's waiting up for them to come home, <laughs> and then they get fucking drilled in the head and have acid formed in their brain. Yeah. And, and then get eaten next morning. Like, it's just the most brutal way they could have done it to make sure that no one thought Jeffrey Dahmer was the good guy. Yeah, there are still people that will will look at him as, a, as not as a hero, but they will uh, love him to death, you know? And it's like, yeah. no, you missed the point. Well, like, that's what most horror movies do badly is that I don't give a shit about the campers that Jason is slashing apart. I'm rooting for Jason to kill these teenagers. Yeah, because he doesn't exist. Right, true. I mean, but even if it's something that was based on a true story or did exist or something like that, my point is, like, they don't set up the characters in a way where you're rooting for them over the reason you're watching it, which is dumb. We're not watching Dahmer for the victim. We're watching it because of him. Yeah. But you come away from it seeing, like, Oh, this was like the sickest person who ever lived. Yeah, it's a it's a whole different uh, animal watching you know something like Halloween or you know the Friday the Thirteenth or like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which that movie still scares the shit out of me to this day. Um, but it's different watching those because you yeah. know you're just watching well, that one's based on a yeah Ed Gein, but you know still it's 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 fake. It's a movie. You know uh, they're. Yeah. The people getting killed in the movie, you don't know their, you know, their families and shit like that. It's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, let's watch, let's watch Jason bash somebody up against a tree in a sleeping bag. Like, what's the worst (laughs) way to fucking kill somebody? When it's Dahmer, you're watching it, you're just like, this shit really happened, man. Yeah, it's like you're watching it and you're like rooting for the person to get away. Because it's like they have a moment where it's like, oh my god, get away, please, please. Yeah. But then like you know that they don't. Because you know what happened. Yeah, we know the <laughs> end of the no, story. He's not make it, is he? <laughs> yeah. Which I love how they opened with the guy that did get away, though, because that was surprising. Because I was like, oh, he's not going to get away. But he did. Yeah. yeah <laughs> they kind of they set everything up to where it wasn't linear the way they did it, which I thought they were going mm-hmm. to do. Everything kind of went, you know, there was all kind of like back and forth through time. So it was a little weird to try to keep up with, but in the end, it was effective the way they did everything. No, I love nonlinear storytelling. Like, that's why Tarantino is so good. Yeah. Like, all of his movies, like, none of them are chronological. It's all nonlinear storytelling. Yeah. And... and- Speaking of movies that you either like or hate, uh, I, I know you're a hater of Halloween 3. Uh, and we did, a uh, uh, for Nerd Cave Retro, for our Patreon this month, we did a uh, review, a spoiler review of Halloween Inn. And I wanted to see, have you seen it yet? 
Uh, no, nor will I. No. You're not going to not see it. it. No, because I watched Halloween Kills, and it, I'm never going to get that two hours of my life back <laughs> for one of the shittiest slasher movies I've ever seen in my entire life. So if you hated Kills, you'll definitely hate Halloween Ends. Like, it is a very divisive yeah. movie. And, I, and the yeah, reason no, I bring up Halloween 3 is because <laughs> like you, you hated Halloween 3 because there was no Michael Myers in it. And like I said yeah. in our review, and uh, I, th- I don't think this is spoilers by now because it's all over the internet, but I was like 30 minutes into the movie and I'm just like, we haven't seen, where the hell is Michael Myers at? Like, is he even in this freaking movie? <laughs> I mean, so that I, I don't knew, mind so much. I like, knew instantly you would hate it at that point. I'm like, we are like quarter of the way into this movie, or three-fourths, not three-fourths, like a third of the way into this movie, and there's no Michael Myers. So I know people like Jacob yeah. are going to hate this movie. Well, I don't hate Halloween 3 because there's no Michael Myers. I just, I, I hate things that have no reason to be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I actually, I, I really like that in a horror movie where it doesn't, show the monster right away it's like it's that anticipation like cloverfield right yeah like cloverfield you don't see the monster till the very end like one of the last shot you see the monster yeah it's like that's you know pretty good but i mean you want that payoff though like you want at least a solid 30 minutes of michael myers well that, the movie it's the movie like the the ending of halloween kills like the last 20 minutes sticks the landing yeah but the rest of the movie is just kind of like what are we watching is this a halloween movie like what is happening well i i hated kills because it's like all the townspeople finally come together to kill michael myers and they're shooting him and they're stabbing him and they're beating him and he just gets up with one steak knife and is like i'm gonna murder 50 people right now When there's no supernatural <laughs> being behind Michael Myers, he's just an old crazy man. Yeah. Well, you're definitely won't, you definitely won't like ends. Uh, so yeah, I wouldn't recommend watching watch it. it. Watch the I'm last 20 minutes it. of it. I think you'll enjoy the last 20 minutes of it. I mean, I will if I, if I need to, I guess. <laughs> like, I just, I'm not going to go out of my way. Like, there's no reason for me to, like, there's no reason for anyone on the face of planet Earth to watch any Halloween movie that's not one or two. There's just no reason. Yeah. Well, Halloween 18 was great. That was a masterpiece of horror cinema. Was that the one with Busta Rhymes? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's one with Busta Rhymes where Busta Rhymes tries to fist fight Michael Byers. I think that Respect was... Respect to the OG for that. Was that H2O or Resurrection? I think it was Resurrection. I'm not yeah. sure. I don't the ones where Buster arrives because of his fight back fired. I do want to have a, a movie recommendal, though. I think you would really like. I really enjoyed this movie. I watched it on Shudder. It's a Shudder original. It's called Deadstream. And yeah, I, I saw you uh, plug in that. Dude, it is excellent. Like, I loved every second. It's definitely a movie I can rewatch over and over again. Especially, yeah. it has the feel of what if. Sam Raimi came out today. Like it has that that original Evil Dead sort of like it, it feels like the the Evil Dead movies, but and it's like so kind of punk rock. <laughs> and, 
and uh, just the the way the movie is, you know, it's about the streamer who uh, gets canceled, and then he comes back with this, you know, I'm sorry video, and then he does this comeback stream where he goes to a haunted house, and the haunted the house turns out to actually be haunted, and it's pretty fucking cool. I would I highly recommend it. So he's Logan Paul. Pretty much, yeah. And he's kind of hateable, but he's likable at the same time. Like, you hate his personality, but you end up kind of liking him towards the end. It's weird. You just have to so watch So he's it. Logan Paul. Well, I still, I don't like Logan Paul either. Any, he's anyway. exactly Logan Paul. <laughs> you, you remember the Suicide Force thing with Logan Paul, right? Yeah. Well, they kind of, that's kind of who they're making fun of is Logan Paul. Okay. So yeah, they're going to make a Deadstream 2 where he, boxes Floyd Mayweather <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> but go check go watch it I think I really do think you'll like it all right I'll check it out I'll check it out yeah it, it's like a it's not it, I guess it would fall into the uh the found footage category but not really yeah but I, 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 I mean I don't mind find found footage like there's a way to do it right it's kind of like it's a whole new offshoot of found footage type yeah I mean, I, I'd imagine it's like if you're watching a real streamer. Yeah, and that's what it felt like, like you were watching an actual streamer. But, yeah. And for some reason, when people scream, I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend yeah. thinks I'm a psycho because every time somebody yell, like screams, I laugh, and I don't know why. So I was laughing pretty good during that movie. Yeah, I, I do that when like someone falls down and like makes a noise. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> you hear it like like it sounds like someone's slapping a fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Funny to me. Uh, but uh, but that's gonna bring us to the end of this Halloween episode of Open Micers. And uh, Jacob, you got anything you wanna wanna throw out there before we leave? Yeah, dude. Make sure you get in our fucking Patreon, bro. Yeah. Patreon.com backslash om podcast. Because we give you guys all kinds of extra goodies over there. And if you want to see me get tased, get my belly button pierced, almost throw up while eating vegetables, if you want to hear some commentary tracks and bonus episodes, it's only on Patreon. So give us a dollar. You oh, can yeah. have it all. It's a dollar a month. What are you waiting it's a on? Dollar, dude. Do it. It's a dollar. It's a dollar, and you get to watch Jacob do dumb shit every single month. For a dollar, dude. <laughs> but, uh, but that's going to do it. For this Halloween episode, happy Happy Halloween, everybody! Go eat your candy. Uh, try to stay stay spoopy and uh, don't poopy after eating all your your candy, like Jacob would. Yeah. And <laughs> and if you want to email us, you can email us at openmikerspodcast at gmail or at openmikers on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook dot com slash openmikers and um, patreon.com slash ompodcast takes you to our Patreon and uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us and we will see you guys next week Let's go kill some teenagers when they get to second base. Yeah. We got to tell you guys about B-Res Coffee Company. That's right. B-Res Coffee is a small business established here on the Gulf Coast that was created for gamers by gamers. Whatever kind of coffee you like, they got you covered. 
like the out-of-this-world chocolate and caramel-flavored roast, or the Two Hardies One Ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate-flavored roast. You can even get your very own Open Micers Roast of Coffee. So if you like us, you'll like this dark roast too. So head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use our code OMPODCAST for 10% off of your order. 